This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Marty Andrews, who's the CEO and co-founder of ChargeFox. G'day, Marty. G'day, how are you going? Now, you charge uh, electric vehicles. Yes, indeed. On the highway. Yes, so we, we run an, uh, a, an electric vehicle charging network so that drivers, when they're out and about, can charge their cars and, and fill up and get where they're going. Now, I, I remember a better place, Shire Gassy's mm. business that he launched in 2007, mm. went bust. It sure, it sure 2012, did. 2012, spectacularly. Spectacularly, though, I think. They, um, they spent the better part of a billion dollars, is my recollection. I know, blew it up. Mm. Um, so the question, I suppose, that, that springs to mind is, have you got a different business model to that, or were they just too early? Uh, a bit of both. So they, they had a battery swap model, so they were trying to convince the car companies to have kind of standardised battery sizes so they could pop batteries out and put new batteries in. Uh, the car manufacturers didn't really like that. They don't really like being told how to uh, design their cars. Uh, and since that time, the charging technology has come a long way. So we use chargers uh, today that can actually charge batteries very fast instead of swapping them out and putting them back in. So and is that simply a, a function of um, the amount of power going into it? Uh, yes, and, and and a lot to do with um, you know DC power and 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 the and the technology in the batteries to be able to fill them up very quickly, drink from the fire hose, if you will, to to charge yeah, the batteries right. quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess you got it all wrong. It was a t- such a massive mistake. Yes. I mean, and I remember they were so, um, you know, the stars in their eyes, they were just, mm. they called it the better place and everything. Mm. Yeah. It was amazing. And, and certainly very, very early as you commented as well. I think there was, the market was kind of slow and we've seen a, a real surge in the last Well, hardly anyone had an years. electric car then. That was such a long-term there was very, play. Very few around, yes. Yeah, right. But now, I mean, are you, um, are there enough EVs, electric vehicles around now for you to make money? Uh, no, it's the sh- is the short answer, but we see them coming. We see the we see the wave coming over the next few years, and we're trying to solve a chicken and egg problem here. So the the cars won't come until the infrastructure exists, and we the infrastructure providers are finding it hard to put it in until the cars come. So we're trying to break that cycle, uh, so that we can stimulate the market and get the cars coming to Australia. So tell us about how you started the company. You must have uh, raised some money, or do you use your own money? No, we we just used a bit of our own. So I'm I had another successful software business here in Melbourne. Uh, called Cogent. So I'm a software guy by trade. We've, we've been building software products for over a decade here and had done some investments uh, with other startups, but began seeking out uh, the sorts of business that we wanted to be engaged with that aligned with our values. And I had young kids and I wanted to do something about climate change and looked them in the eye as they grew up and said I did something to help do, uh, do something about that problem. So I reached out to everyone that we knew in energy and electric vehicles, because we saw those as two big markets that were coming. So partnered with another local business called Jet Charge. They're a supplier and installer of charging stations and built a software layer over the top of it to help support drivers who wanted to find So what does the software do? This, this is what your business is yeah, based on, the software. That, that's right. So there's, an, there's apps on, you can get on an iPhone or an Android phone. Uh, it's mapping-based software, so you can find charging stations when you're out driving so that you know where to go to charge your car. And if there's a price on them, you pay for it through the app where, uh, with your credit card uh, to fill up your car and keep going. And do you actually supply the electricity? Uh, it depends. There's there's the owner of the charging station supplies the electricity, so we own some and we manage the charging stations on behalf of others in some cases. Right, okay. And, yeah. and so the ones you own, you make a margin on the electricity? Absolutely, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but the ones that you don't own, you what? You make a you make a subscription or a price, yeah, we're, price we're, on the software? It's a, it's a software as a subscription um, a service basically. So, 
um, the owners of those charging stations pay us a fee to add them to the network and to provide the call centre access and run the app and make sure the, the drivers are, are able to charge and, and process the funds for them and disperse it back to them. So we, we get paid a subscription fee for that. I, I always thought one of the problems with these charging station businesses, uh, such as Better Place and now mm. yours, uh, was that most people were going to just charge them at home. Yes. You know, and drive yeah. to and from work and so yes. on. So not many trips, but I suppose eventually you're going to have to drive to Sydney or, you know, drive on holiday somewhere, yeah. right? And, so. and it is still true that most people charge at home. So, you know, if you're thinking about electric vehicles and how much it costs to charge, for example, you can just look at your home rates to figure that out. But about 10% of charging is done in public and they're starting to pop up in places where people go already. If you go to the shops and there's a charging station there, you might as well charge up while, while you can. It's convenient to do so. And certainly we are building... Uh, charges and managing them in locations where people want to go on road trips. So those weekend drives or the long haul road trips where you drive Melbourne to Sydney or up to Brisbane and you need charges on those locations as well. So, so are you going uh, to install charging stations in shopping centre car parks as well as on the on the road, uh, you know, country roads? Yeah, so we already manage some sh- some stations in shopping centre car parks. So the, sh- the shopping centres themselves are installing them and asking us to manage them. And we see feedback from them that they know that people driving electric cars and charging stay longer in the shops. It's good for them. They, they spend money inside. Um, so they don't really have to make money I on suppose the electricity. They want, they want slow charges rather than fast ones, do they? They want you to stick around and spend they money want, in their shops. So that's they don't right. want the 15-minute charge. No. <laughs> no, they're happy with the slow charges for sure. That's and right. that's fine when you're in the urban areas. Yeah, but in the in the country roads, I suppose you want the fast charge, don't you? That's right, yeah. So, so a cup of coffee time. So the NRMA has done a really good job of that. They've rolled out 40 fast charges across... Um, New South Wales, and they're trying to cover 95% of journeys, which is a good way to think about it. Like if you're going somewhere in New South Wales, there's probably a charger in a town. So whilst you're there on your weekend or having a road trip, you can charge your car up, go grab a coffee, wander around the shops, your car's charged when you're done. So does that cut New South Wales out for you? Uh, No. So we we work with all of the clubs. We had investment from the motoring clubs via Australian Motoring Services. So we work really closely with the clubs. The NRMA have done that in, in New South Wales and the RAC in WA have also got, they did the first electric highway in Australia back in 2015. Uh, so we will work with those clubs to, to make those charges part of the wider network. Yeah, right. So ha- um, so just let's go through how many charges do you need on a road? I mean, how often, how, how many points are they going to have to be eventually? Yeah, so the, the ultra-rapid charges, the ones on the highway, that's when you're, when you're trying to, you're trying to get, for example, Melbourne to Sydney. You don't really want to stop for very long. You just want to charge up your car, grab a coffee, go to the bathroom, have a quick snack and get on the road. We're doing them about every 200 k's apart on the major highways. So we'll end up with 22 sites around Australia. We probably end up, you know, wind the clock forward 10 or 15 years. We need to get to a couple of hundred of them. To get the towns, the fast charges in all the towns, you end up with a couple of thousand and then you have the, the slower charges at all the shopping centres. There could be tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands over time of those that are just at places where people go. Right. Yeah. So um, uh, obviously the um, the petrol stations, the country road petrol stations, make mm. a lot of money from trucks. Mm. Um, what, what do you think the truck situation is going to be with electric vehicles? Yeah, trucks. trucks the jury's out for me a little bit on trucks. I think that they'll end up with hydrogen. I think the, the range... The, uh, batteries are very heavy. Trucks care a lot about weight because they've got their, their loads on the trucks. So I think we'll probably end up with those long-haul trucks being hydrogen tanks and they'll they'll be electric, but 
but on a hydrogen fuel cell rather than a battery. Uh, just we're of the we're a little factor. way off the technology of that, though, aren't we? Uh, there are some hydrogen vehicles in Australia, but very few. I think there's two hydrogen stations in the country. Oh, so you don't think you'll be charging trucks? I don't think I'll be charging long-haul trucks. I think the, the urban trucks, things like um, council garbage trucks, or buses where they have known routes that are in in small areas, they they are likely to be electric, and, and where weight isn't so much of an issue. Where weight isn't so much, or if they or if they're back at a location at a regular interval, and they can charge whilst they're there to to get top up charges. Um, you know, if you can do a if you can do a back to base charge once a day, um, so a garbage truck might only do a couple of hundred k's in a day, that's kind of fine. But if you're doing a thousand k's, it gets a bit harder. Do you think that um, charging electric vehicles? Uh, generally, is going to be a better margin business than petrol stations? Um, I think so, but I th- uh, I think the model is different. Petrol stations do a lot in retail. Yeah, that's right. Um, so what, are you not going to do that? I mean, surely you're going to sell coffee to people who are getting their car Yeah, well, I guess it's a question. That's true for the for the um, for the out in the towns and on the and on the highways. So certainly, we put our charging stations at locations where there are cafes and bathrooms, etc. But we don't own the cafes. No, we're not, no, we're, not right. we're not making a margin on the retail there. I mean, the other thing, the other big difference mm. is that you can't actually fill your car up with petrol at home. So everybody that, fills right. the car up. That's right. Uh, with petrol somewhere else. That's right. Whereas if you actually charge it, you do, you can and do charge your car at home. So that kind of takes, what, 90, 80, 90% of the market away from mm. um, uh, from charges like you. That's right. Yeah. And I, I think of petrol stations as inherently inconvenient. I don't know anyone that wants to go to a petrol station. I think they have to to fill up their car. Whereas charging stations tend to be in places where you already go. There's one at home, there's one at work, there's one at the shops where you go. If you're going on a long trip, on a long road trip, it's at the stop that you normally stop at anyway. Um, so it's a different kind of model for for electric charging. D- does your business model uh, assume that uh, all cars will be electric eventually? No, but it, but it assumes that there's significant growth. I mean, we're at the point where there's there's probably only about twelve thousand or so in Australia today, um, out of twenty million. Uh, it's pretty easy to wind the clock forward and see a future where there's a million electric cars and then it's growing. Lots of the car companies are simply stopping uh, con- um, construction of petrol vehicles now. So by the time... Well, in, in the fact, mid- some governments are banning petrol vehicles. Absolutely, yeah. Like the, the UK. Is the UK has just brought forward their ban by five years to, to 2025, I think. Um, so you get to the into the 2030s and the new cars being sold there are, are electric and the older cars, as they reach their end of life, start to fade away, you, you end up with millions of electric cars driving In around. fact, I think the bans are not uh, so much about climate change, but about part- particles in the air. I mean, you know, they're, they're banning it because mm. people have got kindergartens on main roads. Yes. And the kids are getting yeah, there's, there's uh, certainly a big, pollution in their lungs. There's certainly a big health argument just from tailpipe emissions in urban areas. Like, you get much cleaner air with electric vehicles driving around, for sure. You do indeed. Mm. Well, good luck. Uh, Marty, great to talk to you. Thank you, Alan. I'll be talking to Marty Andrews, who is the CEO and co-founder of ChargeFox, the electric vehicle charging business.